This is Magic and Monorails Podcast. We're your hosts. My name is Melissa. And I'm Mamiya. Welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to do the parks differently. Hello, hello. Hi, good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh my gosh. I just enjoyed our lives so much. I feel like every time we so much more about you and it just makes me love you even more. So thank you for joining me. (laughs) I couldn't agree. We connect on so many levels that again, we, the more we talk, the more I learn about you and I love it. I wish we lived closer. Oh, oh my gosh. I know. But, um, maybe someday we'll do a Disney trip meetup or something. Hmm. That sounds possible. So for those who know much about your page or don't follow you yet, can you give us your handles to all of your social media accounts and your website information? Yeah. Instagram and TikTok. I am known and also on Facebook. I'm known as Mommy's Disney Magic. And my website is mommysmoviemagic.com. I started my um, not exactly being Disney um, specific, so I wanted that to be a general statement. But the more I dove into the Disney travel agency stuff, I had to change my handles just slightly so could, people could find me a little easier. So Mommy's Disney Magic on social, mommysmoviemagic.com for my website. I love that. And what type of can people expect when they hop over on your pages? Mostly Disney. I do a little bit of universal stuff as well. Um, on my pages in particular, I talk a lot about Disney travel tips on your Disney vacations. Um, and I also do Disney are um, magic that you can have home, whether you're just missing Disney or you just love Disney movies in general and have no plans to go to Disney. I try to help people bring that Disney magic into their life in all different ways. I love that. And especially not living as close as I'd like to, to the parks. It just really helps alive when you're at home, right? It really does. Um, We would have movie nights every Friday and the girls would watch a new and learn something new and have that Disney magic all the time. And we're we're constantly doing different things like celebrating May the 4th recently. And we did blue milk and Wookiee cookies at home, like just bringing at home when we can't be at the parks. Is your full-time job? It is. I'm actually a stay-at-home mom, and I would consider this um, a full-time job from home, I guess. I I do it in my spare time in between being a mom. I love the flexibility that I can make my own hours and be my own boss. Way to go, because um, every time I log into Instagram and I check out your stories, I just First off, I want to say that I love that you give everybody kind of like a recap of your checklist for the day, because that reminds me that I need to do that for myself. But I think it's also super inspirational um, because you do run your own business and you are a mom and we know that being a job in itself. And so I think that you really provide such a great insight as to how you can run a business and be an excellent mom and still have time for if I'm not mistaken, you also do a lot of extracurricular stuff for your children and for yourself, like 
part of PTO and you do some dance lessons or tell us about that. Like, what do you do for fun? Oh yeah. I feel like my hands are in a little bit of everything. (laughs) I love being a mom. So my way of helping and support them is being part of the PTAs. I also have my own thing. It's important that your business and what you do is and being a mom, right? You need something for yourself also. So taking that time for me, it's dancing. I grew up dancing, tap jazz, ballet. And when you get older, they kind of like kick you out and go, okay, have a nice life. Like what? I still, this I found ballroom dancing so I go salsa dancing and I'm part of a performance group it's just my thing I like to do and it's just gets me me time you know really need something like that I love it you looked so great at that last that competition that I saw I think it was like a blue two-piece like outfit if I'm not mistaken, blue or green. I can't remember the color. Yeah, no, it's like a blue color. You're right. I posted yeah. like a video of us performing. Oh my gosh. You look so, so funny good. You bring that up. <laughs> so Oh my gosh, you get so subconscious. But thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I I would say the same thing even too about being a quote Disney adult. You know, that's something that I've actually been sharing a lot about on my social media and with the last few influencers that I've had on the podcast, we talk about what it means to us to be not only small business owners, but also in the Disney adult community. And um, I think that everyone, everyone that I've talked to has one fear or another about like the judgment of how they look or how they're behaving on their own social media And, you know, I think it just goes to show that no matter what you're posting about, whether it's Disney or dancing, um, there's still that level of like, we're all self-conscious in our own way. And I think that just being transparent about that, but still doing it anyways, it it speaks volumes, you know, and it really gives other people the the encouragement and the confidence to do that. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I mean, we all have things that we're self-conscious about, but it, you just have to, as I've gotten older, even the last, especially, I feel like I've grown a lot and to not care so much what other people think. If it makes me happy, who the heck cares? Mm-hmm. Amen. I, <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. Something clicked in me a little over a year ago where I, I said the same thing. I was like, I don't care. This is what makes me happy. And this is how I can help make other people happy. And not everyone's going to like everything that I do and that's okay. And so I'd rather just do stuff for me. And then if people want to follow along, that's great. And, um, I, I finally like launched my page and it is, it has been so insane because I would say more often than not, there are moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, I don't want to post, I'm nervous, or I'm worried about what people will say or what people will think, or do I look okay? I mean, pretty much every video has feelings, but I kid you not, every time I post something, I either reconnect with somebody or somebody that, you know, is in my inner circle, it gives them an opportunity to be vulnerable with me. Or lately, especially with me trying to boot a lot more, mm-hmm. I've connected with so many people that are, you know, Disney, but not even that. I've connected with live city that my mom lives in in Rhode Island. Out of all of the people That's in the entire crazy. world, 
TikTok. She is in that city. And we I found this out with talking. Like I also am the type of person that I want to know like the deep vulnerable stuff. Like I don't talk. I think it's important in the beginning, obviously, to know like the little things because little things matter. But I want to yeah. know crazy stuff I did. I want to know your dreams, your aspirations. I want to be able to pray for you to be able to achieve those things. And what I'm finding with with the Disney creator group is most of the people would do the same thing. Like we we really are alike in that aspect. Would would you agree? Like how are your connections and what type of connections do you like when you when you log into your social accounts? Yeah, I absolutely agree. It's more about authenticity and just being yourself. And people are so afraid to be themselves because the world that we live in, especially on social media, like being judged is so it's so much easier on on social media for people to hop on and and say nasty things. So it's hard to be vulnerable and not get that backlash from it. But when you have to be vulnerable to make connections, yeah, and the relationships that you even have in real life, like there's it's no different going through social media and making connections with people. It's about being yourself, yourself and being authentic and vulnerable so that people can see the true you. Yeah. And I really, really appreciate that when I sit back and I'm honest from people with myself and I put it out there and reciprocate and it makes you feel like you're not alone in the world. It does. And especially time where we were kind of forced to be alone or, you know, within our four walls, so to speak, or in our, in our office by ourselves, or, you know, there was a, a time where we really weren't able to connect in person. So a lot of these social media relationships bloomed and bloomed quickly because we really wanted that connection. I mean, you and I connected, I think kind of in the height of me really trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my business. I know I reached out to you multiple times, like with my ideas and you were so, so welcome. You know, if I had a, had an idea for you, or if I was super excited about what you were doing and just gave my feedback, I just love that you were also super genuine and you wanted to continue having a conversation, but you even took it further where you took time to reflect on it and you were, you were honest on your page. You were honest with your followers of how you wanted to kind of shift your brand and you were feeling a little confused on what that would look like. And you were so open to hearing my thoughts and we had, we were new friends, you know, we didn't know much about each other, but I was just so passionate on your, you know, I was feeding off of your passion. So I just want to say that that's so admirable for you to be that way as well, because you could have just dismissed it. You could have said, oh, I'm busy. You know, we don't, I don't know you, but that really, you know, kickstarted our, our friendship, our social media friendship. <laughs> Absolutely. And most of the reason that's just who I am in general, I'm not one to dismiss people, but a big reason I was, cause me and you are in the same type of spot. We started our businesses both around the same time. Yeah. And then we're both feeling and going through the same things together, but not knowing it and reaching out and making that connection and by playing vulnerable built this community and connection with each other and we're helping to lift each other up and that's what I love about the people I've connected with on Instagram 
especially at this more so than any other platform. I have to say the people I've met and connected with on Instagram, they are so wonderful about lifting me up and lifting others up and just being there for each other. And it's been so nice to meet people like you and to have a connection and know that I'm not alone. We're together and we're trying to build our businesses together. Yeah. I think the one word that I, you know, I cling to is community. Um, yeah. Community is first and it, it really shines through when I look at your page, you are business second. Like you can't have a great business without a great community. And it, you really it's so true. about that. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about your journey. You know, why did you start brand? How did it evolve into becoming a travel agent? And dive into that a little bit for us. Yeah. So before I started my blog, it was probably about two or three years prior to that. Um, I was getting ready to take my own kids to Disney. Um, it was, was our first big trip as a family. I've gone before, obviously, and family we've never gone. And I was so excited and could not wait. It was like, sometimes you book Disney trips and they're like six, nine months out in advance, sometimes even more. And you're so excited. You're like, I can't wait, but I have like nine months to wait until I go. So I'm like, how do I bring that excitement like now into my house and to my family? Uh, so I don't have to wait anymore. <laughs> so I thought also my kids don't, the characters, especially some of the older movies that are not current. So I decided I wanted to have movie night every Friday up until we went on our vacation and we would watch a new Disney movie to get ready for our trip. And that alone could have been amazing. But of course, I can't leave anything alone. I have to go a little extra. I wanted to make it more special for me. And I decided to do a big themed night. I have to make dinner and stuff for my kids anyways every night. So why not just go a step further and make it themed with the movie? Mm-hmm. So I would do a bunch of research and I came across all these like parties and these really over the top things, you know, that people make for birthday parties. And I'm like, well, why can't I do that? But just dumb it down a little for my own family. So I'm not making like 40 I'm just making like a dozen from a box, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. I would find recipes and I would make it a point to make themed for my movie. So whether it was pulling straight from the movie itself, like uh, trying to think of an example, not of, so uh, Tiana's is, is, she's got her, her man catching beignets and her famous gumbo, Mm -hmm. you know, the gumbo in, in general, food because I've had so many people go do you have any suggestions on things that are not desserts <laughs> I'll get to that yeah. later, but I would make these themed dinners and drinks and snacks crafts all these different things themed with the movie we were watching and it was like an all-day event I we would spend in the kids would help me it was time I got to bond with them and they got to make the dinner and desserts with me and then we would sit down and end the evening with our um our movie night and they looked forward to it they would sit down and watch the movie and their most exciting part for me when we would watch go, Oh, look, mommy, those are the cookies that we just ate. Uh, it would be right in the movie we were making. And it's just those moments being able to pull them straight out and make it uh, even more those movies that I grew up loving. I, it just made my heart warm. And, 
And then obviously we went to Disney and they knew most of the characters, if not all of them, before we went. And it was just a very magical, incredible experience from the moment we booked the trip all the way through. And even, I mean, I don't even know what else to say. I mean, it's just magic. Yeah, just magical looking back (laughs) on all of it. Uh, Experience, I, you know, would just, obviously I just did this for myself. So I didn't take any like professional photos or like these cool things. I would just take a picture of like my kid eating the popsicle I made. I would post it on Facebook. And I had so many people reach out to me and go, oh, you're so creative. This is so cool. I love this. And I'm like, well, thanks. They're like, I wish I had time for that. And I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. you, you do. I mean, you're a lot easier than you think it is but I'm like mm-hmm. they used to start a blog you should show people how to do it. I'm like I don't have time for that <laughs> yeah well at that point in my life I was not ready I'm like I'm not ready for the challenge and all the things that came along with it but finally something hit during the pandemic and I'm like yeah. I'm I'm done I'm done having other people take credit for things that are things that I did if I yeah. and Disney movie nights and post my recipes and my ideas out there, someone else is going to, and they're going to get the credit for it. And yeah. I just realized at that moment that that's something that I wanted to do. I wanted that responsibility to take and be able to show families and people how to do it and how easy it can be. I know there's a lot of things out there about different recipes and things that you can do like uh, I mentioned I got most of my ideas from Pinterest um mostly the big birthday party things mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. a lot simpler and much more kid-friendly so that you can have a kid-friendly dinner at home themed with your movie and I wanted to just show parents who would tell me all the time I wish I could be a Pinterest mom I wish I was that mom mm-hmm. you can be and that was to make it kid-friendly make it easy for those busy moms out there that they can have that magic with their family, even if you're a working mom or you love to bake and make your own homemade cookies in the, you know, in your kitchen. I just wanted that opportunity to show the world that you can create these moments with your kids and it doesn't. And that was where I it was born out of it. I mean, when I stumbled across your page and I really dove into all of the things that you have put together, um, First off, you know, after you know me well enough to know that when I say, oh, yeah, I give me a theme, I can totally come up with something. Mm -hmm. But I don't have I don't have the energy to do that right now. Like I find joy in 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 connecting with people and like you and finding something that you brought to the table you had this creative idea and then I can just execute it myself like the thing you took the thinking out of it while I enjoy the thinking of it sometimes more often than not it doesn't turn out the way that I had hoped or I have again like you said I have these extravagant ideas and then I kind of feel like I kind of feel like I can't execute them because I just don't know where to start or I don't know what recipe is more important or I'm sitting here easier ways to make a recipe that I found and I can't just wrap my head around. Okay. Well, maybe you just shouldn't do it where you have everything laid out. I mean, so much detail is, is put into it. And for me, it's just, that is exciting because now what I wanted to do, 
you took the work out of it for me, but on top of it, now I'm excited to share and show what, you know, essentially what inspired me to do. And that, that's the piece that I was missing because I created some of those nights myself at home. Yeah. It It was kind of the same thing. I was like, I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm a little judgmental and critical on myself. I was taking pictures with my phone at the time and Um, you know, that's where we really connected when I shared my dessert party with you. And now I'm like, this is so great. I can just send you my ideas and you can take them or leave them. (laughs) I know. And that's what I try to provide. Like, I don't make these recipes up out of thin air. Like, here's how to make homemade. No, honestly, I pull from some other amazing creators all over the web that have made and spent the time to make these recipes kid-friendly and easy. And I just pull them all into one place for you so that you can decide whether you want to do it all. Just make the dinner, just make the dessert. And you know that it's been tried, that they're good recipes, and they're going to be easy for you to do inside your home. That's what I wanted to do. So when it comes to movie nights and doing Disney at home, what do you think are, you know, a couple of tips that you could give people who maybe are still a little on the edge about like trying this out? It's always about getting started. Getting started is always the first step. So I've had so many people tell me, like I said, why I got started is I wish I could do that. You just have to do it. Get out of your own way. Yeah. And if you want to just try, pick one recipe and mm-hmm. it's always the fear of starting something new. So pick one recipe and go with it. Start with your kid's favorite movie. It's mm. uh, kind of the, the starting point. I do have a, a guide on my site that if I haven't done a movie yet, how you can get started and things that you can help create. If you like being that creative too, like you said, like, where do I get started? I'm so overwhelmed. Like I have some tips for you on my site for that as well, but it's really just about getting, pick it and do it and run with it. And believe me, you will have fun. Your kids will love it and you won't look back. I love that. Thank you for sharing that tip too, about how, if you haven't done a movie yet, how kind of essentially recreate the process that you have to make their own movie night. So another another question that I have for you is what upcoming movies do you have on the books planned for everybody? Currently I'm Anna. Oh, I am trying to readjust slightly the way that I do things. Um, Cause I would from everybody and then I would recreate them and take my own pictures. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at really, um, getting together with other bloggers and making connections with them that I can utilize and have access to their photos instead of spending so much time um, mm-hmm. recreating it here. What I want to be, I've, I've tried so hard to be for everybody. And that's what I mean, you've mentioned prior um, to this conversation is when I would come on and I was honest about the way my processes were going and it was exhausting me because I try to have my hands in a little bit of everything. And that's just my personality. I'm going to be good at it all. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, so exhausting to have that personality type, mm-hmm. but getting Um, I wanted to be very authentic for people. Like if I'm going to show you how to do these movie nights, I don't want to just throw up photos of other people's things. 
not show you how it looks in the process and when you're doing it as a movie night. And that's what I lost in all of this. I was spending so much time behind the scenes, like working on the videos and showing you step-by-step how to recreate it. I realized I don't need to do that. What I need to do is be authentic with my own family, show you videos through um, through the social media aspects of TikTok and Instagram and be able to show you how I made it in my own kitchen so that you don't see these like fancy photos and these created and go, okay, well, it looks like that because you did it. No, I'm, I'm no better than you in my kitchen at baking and cooking. I guarantee it. So uh, my kitchen is small. I don't have a state of the art anything be more authentic with people. So I want to show what it looks like when I do it with my family and be able to utilize other people's photos to just let them show you how to do it. It's me taking all of that extra time away so I can make things more authentic and spend the time showing you the things that are most important. And to me, that is pulling it all together and having that movie night with your family. It's not about the recreating of the recipes. So I'm just in the works of trying to change my processes. And once I get back from Universal, I have Moana on the books that I am going to be doing with my family. And that's the next one I have coming down the pipeline. I love that. And where where will people be able to be um, notified or find out when you have released a new movie night? I do a lot of that announcement on my Instagram page mostly. And I also have a newsletter sign up on my website. So mommiesmoviemagic.com. And there's places that you can sign up. And when new movie nights are released, you automatically get notified of them. So you can hop on and see them. Oh, that's so fun. Do people um, do these movie nights and then like, Instagram or, you know, do you feel like you get a lot of people like following up with you and giving you feedback? I'm I'm nosy. I want to (laughs) know. Yeah, I feel like it's half and half. Like I do get some people who send me their stuff and I get so excited Mm because they, even if you make a twist on it, you don't have to follow my thing. They're like, well, I did a little bit differently. I hope that I'm like, of course it's okay. Like you don't have to ask me if it's okay. I put it out there to inspire. I don't expect you to do it exactly. So if you need to make adjustments for your own family, do that and don't apologize to me ever for it, okay? I love seeing photos. I love when people tell me that they do my movie nights. I feel so, like, humbled and and so excited for them that they found the time and the excitement to do it with their kids and their their kids faces in these photos and they tell me how much fun they had doing it it's oh my god it's so overwhelming I don't even know but I even have the other side of it people who say well I did one of your movie nights like a couple months ago but I didn't take pictures I'm like send them to me I love seeing them and I will share them every single time someone does I I absolutely love it I think that in what you're in what you're providing to people is so for lack of a better phrase like it's one-sided like you really don't know unless they tell you or send you pictures so you're putting yeah. so much, you're putting so much care and thought into creating these that um unless somebody actually reaches out to you saying that they did it you you may never know and I think that that's that could be really challenging right like not getting that consistent feedback from people whether it's 
good or bad, right? Like, I think that when you're doing something like that, you getting feedback is something that really helps you grow and helps kind of keep the spark going too, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, That's those are the things going all the time is when people tell me those things. And I have to tell you and share this that as a blogger and doing this kind of stuff, like I don't make much money, if anything, like at all from my blog. I put a lot of effort and money and upfront to even put this out there for people. So it's just something I enjoy. And the response I get back from it makes me overjoyed with what I'm able to provide for people. So I don't do it for the money, even though hopefully maybe one day it'll become like a income when, you know, all of my ideas can start generating some stuff maybe. <laughs> but yeah. right now like, it's strictly just for joy and the feedback when people show me those things, I am so overwhelmed by it. I just, I love it. And you're absolutely right. How do I know to make things better if people don't share those things with me? And I, I, I love it. I would love if everybody would reach out. <laughs> Yeah. I think that over the last month, as I've been interviewing people on the podcast, one of the the common things that I think we both have kind of walked away with is a feeling of um, getting permission almost. Uh, For example, last week I was talking with with someone and, and I said, well, thank you for like giving me the permission to to not post something that people asked for because I just wasn't feeling good about the content that I was making. And my followers had asked for outfits, which why they're asking me, I have no idea, but I'm flattered. But every time I sat down and recorded something, I was just like, this is not authentic. I don't feel great. I feel awkward, X, Y, Z. And then the, the, the influencer that I was talking with was like, well, then post it. And I think just sometimes being, giving that feedback to one another, or if it's your followers, like, I think we're so afraid of hurting people's feelings or offending people that we have, we have misconstrued feedback for criticism, right? And just, just sharing that with your followers and sharing that on this podcast. And the same goes for me. I want that because I want to give you what you want, especially if it falls within my niche, right? Absolutely. I love that you're like that as well. Um, So I've got a few more questions for you. Yeah. I had discussed that your favorite movie night has been Hercules. Um, If if somebody were to go on your page, uh, how would you help them decide which movie night to start with? I know obviously now knowing that your favorite one has been Hercules, I'm probably going to have to start with that one myself, but um, you know, how would you direct somebody to kind of navigate your website and to, to kind of, like you said, just to get started, like where, what's their starting point look like? Yeah. I mean, there's so many choices cause I've done so many movies. I mean, it's really hard to pick a favorite movie night, but I love Hercules because of the food, but I also love Greek food. So it was a big help, but if you were asked my kids, they would have different ideas on their favorite movie night. Sure. But my, it's a, kind of a way to get started. You'll see up at the top, it says movie nights and you can click on the general movie night and you'll get all of them. Or I also have them subject um, broken down by uh, Disney movie nights and then other ones as well. So you can click on any one of those and it'll pull up all of my movie nights in a big list as well as some of the pictures to go along with them. So 
um, one of the easier recipes and more of the fun things, I say just go through some of the photos. See mm. maybe what movie night that it, whether one pops out at you that your kids would enjoy. Maybe it's your favorite movie. Maybe the recipe that you look at, there's a photo of, it looks really easy for you to make. And you're like, great, let's start with this one. So just go on, go to that movie night section and just look at all the different ideas. And I know sometimes it can be overwhelming. Yeah. So I can easier for you. On my homepage, I always have my most recent movie night right on my homepage. Mm -hmm. So to not make it easy and not give you a choice to just go and do it, I have Encanto up there because that is one of the most popular movies out right now. Yeah. So go homepage, click on Encanto and just get started with that very first one right there. I love that. This is your sign, everyone. Go do it. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes you just, less choices, the better. Just go do that one. Yeah, definitely. So what are some of your goals for your business? I'm a huge fan of manifesting and praying over things for others as well as myself, but how can we support you? What are some of your goals moving forward for your business? I just want to get out there. Yeah, you know, I want people to know that there's, even if you can't get to Disney, which briefly touched over this, but I'm also a travel agent for Disney. So yeah. a Disney travel agent, not Disney doesn't, I don't work. For Through that, bringing that Disney magic home to people, whether it's at the parks or at home, I want that, like, we grew up in such, um, I'm assuming you and I are around the same age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We grew up, Disney was very prominent. And I think that's why we love it so much. It's yeah. just the idea of the magic and the fact that when you these movies, that there's something for adults and something for kids in them. And Disney World is the same place. Like there's something for everybody there to make you feel like you're not in your stressful adult life anymore. And that's, what I want for people is just to, to be fun and excitement and bonding with your family, whether it's home with that magic or whether it's in the parks with that magic. So ways you can support me is to share my movie. Go on my website and post them on your social media accounts, post them on Pinterest, share them with the world. Um, and also by booking a Disney trip with me. I love helping people get to that magical place. It is completely free of charge to you. Disney builds in the price. So whether you book it yourself or you come and have me help you navigate and be your Disney BFF during your trip, I it helps a small business out that Disney normally just keeps that money and you're allowing me to help um, get money to help my kids, you know, yeah. and my family and support us. And, and those are ways that you can support me. And I'd I really appreciate I love that. And I want to say like, there's so, there are so many amazing travel agents that I've met and I feel like I, I find, agree. I find value in every single, every single person that I encounter that is a travel agent. But I do think that one of the things that separates you from many is that let's say I was planning a, a two day or even a three day trip to Disney just because I only could do a short or a long weekend and I could only be in the parks for two days. And I really, yep. really just wanted to go have, you know, something quick, magical, fun, but you'd be there to help me plan that. It would be 
reckless on your end. You'd ask some of my favorite things. You'd know that I only have a certain amount of time. So you'd ask those questions. You'd make, you would, I could see you being the travel agent that challenges your clients to say, look, let's be real for a second. You have two days. What's But on top of that all, when you go back to your movie nights, I just feel like you have just such an extra special pixie dust option, I guess you could call it. (laughs) Saying, okay, well, you just told me that you like Tinkerbell, that you like the princesses, you like this. While you're preparing for your trip, while you're doing your own research to let me know like what your choices are, go have a movie night. Go start having some magical nights at home preparing for your trip. And I just I just see such a value in that. And that also just creates really great rapport with your your clients too. Yeah, it's not just about the of the magic and I do that on both ends and I enjoy it all. So it's, it's good for everybody. <laughs> it, is, it is. I'm just, I am excited to work with you on our universal Harry Potter trip. Once you come yeah. back, we're going to, we're going to dive into some tips and planning for Amia's 10th birthday because I never, cannot wait to help you. <laughs> As we all know, you get your Hogwarts acceptance letter at 10. So that is <laughs> be Amia's 10th birthday celebration and I have roped you into helping me with that so thank you I'm excited anytime Uh, I am so excited to help her let's get such a special day for her oh and for me let's be real right oh I know I know it's not just you were totally right so talking about children I wanted to touch on one more thing before we close up the podcast you just recent really, recently released a really awesome guide. Can you please share about that and, you know, what people can expect from you as far as planning their trip with kids? Yeah, I have home, so uh, doing all of the research when I took them was exhausting. And even as a travel agent, all of the information I have to remember and think of, I don't expect my clients to know and know where to find all this information. There are blogs and Facebook groups and all kinds of things that people go on and everyone's giving their opinion and tips and it's so overwhelming and can take so much time trying to look up this information and half the time you don't even even know what to look for. So what I created and found with a lot of my clients is that they needed a place and so to pull all information into one place so that they didn't have to go and take the time to research it and didn't have to go and find this information, that it was all just in one place for them. So I created a guide and it's called the ultimate guide to taking your kids to Disney World Parks Edition. And this is strictly about days at the park. Things that you need to know when you're going to Magic Kingdom that are important. Things like, um, do you need to get a DAS pass in advance if you have a disability? um, Where to find the uh, family companion restrooms, all of the height and certain rides that are scary for kids. All of those things are included. But the one that's getting the most from everybody is my food chart that I created. (laughs) We all know we have kids who will only eat chicken fingers or mac and cheese. And you can't just go up somewhere and find exactly what you're looking for. You have to go into the app and scroll through mobile ordering and say, oh, well, they only have grilled cheese at this location. I guess that's your only option. No, if your kids eat only certain things, know what that's like as a parent so having access to like that that tells you exactly okay Casey's corner has corn dogs we're gonna go there because that's the only thing my kid will eat so I know that's easy 
on the chart, find mobile ordering and you're done. So it's a super, super long guide, but it has all of the information of anything you could need. And that's access to that is also on my website and through my social media pages. $17 cause I have a, done a lot of work and research putting into it. So I unfortunately can't offer it for free, but I'm working on trying to get a discount code to my clients. If you work with me, I will give it to you for half off. Wow. That is such a huge deal. <laughs> I, yeah. I was so fortunate to be able to review that before you launched it. And I wish I would have had it last year because my daughter is so picky. She actually is the random, the weird kid that does not like the typical kid food. She doesn't like mac and cheese. She definitely doesn't like chicken tenders, hates hot dogs. And I don't like Mm. using the word, but the kid will gag if she even smells a hot dog. Like she is just, she Mm. wants sushi. She wants really extravagant things. She wants steak. She wants fish. And in Magic (laughs) Kingdom. Like, let's be real. Magic Kingdom is really, like, it's, for me, I think it's challenging to find an affordable meal for a kid that's in her bracket of what's acceptable. Does eat cheeseburgers. But here's the problem is I was asking five different cast members where I can get a cheeseburger. Nobody knew the answer because they were kind of like restructuring their quick service. So then I had to go on every quick service um, menu and look, and then I finally figured it out, but I had to go halfway. Like I had to basically walk the total opposite end of the park. Now, had I had your guide in front of me, I would have seen cheeseburger checked off and I would have seen the location and I could have easily then and found it instead of wasting 45 minutes wandering around or looking on, because let's be real too. We're on our phones so much, especially with all of this stuff. That's just like one less thing that you have to worry about. And on top of it, now that I know that Amia will only eat a cheeseburger for quick service in Magic Kingdom, now I can basically just, if I had that guide in front of me, I would just highlight that place because I know that's all she'll eat. You know, that's also a way to prepare, to prepare your kids of like, Hey, look at this menu. What do you think you would like? And then you can kind of start wrapping your head around where in the parks you'll need to go for certain times of the day. Right. Yep, absolutely. That's what I'm wanting to just save people time by having this guide. You can either pull it up on your phone, even print it out and take it with you if you're a paper person. And that way you have it all the information in front of you. So you're not like, oh my God, where's the companion restroom? All right, I'm in fantasy land. It's around here in the corner. I know the map and stuff tells you that all this stuff is available all over the internet, but having it all in one go-to place is so nice and convenient for people. So that's why I created it. I agree. And, you know, searching for a photo or a screenshot of this guide or even just having it on paper is saves your phone so much battery rather than sitting on the app trying to search for the stuff too. So I think it's oh, yeah. so valuable. I think that, you know, I'm so glad that you have this, you know, for sale because you did put so much work into it. And it is something that I think people absolutely need if they're going to Disney with children. Um, so that leads me into my well, last Thank you you my dear is my yeah. doing Disney differently so one tip for people on how you can encourage them to do Disney differently my big 
thing I tell all my clients, and you actually hit on this point earlier when you said, yeah, I feel like you're the person who would dive deeper and ask the questions on what's important to you about your trip. And that is how I want you to think of Disney differently. Think of Disney, especially if you're going for your first time or your one and done big trip. You, people seem to have it in their head that Disney is this big beast. It's very expensive and we're going to go once and we got to do Mm-hmm. Do not. I'm sorry, but you are not doing it all in Disney. Mm-hmm. I have been many, many times and still have not done everything at Disney. What I want you to do differently on your trip is to focus on the th- most important. Why mm-hmm. are you going to Disney World? What do your kids like? And make sure that those rides, those characters, and those interactions are the most important things. And everything else is bonus. Stop Mm -hmm. focusing on the bigger picture and just enjoy those small little details. And you will make yourself so crazy trying to do everything at Disney. So just focus on those important things. I would so agree. And I lied. Now, after hearing your response, I do have one more question. Do you actually have clients that tell you this is their one and done trip? Oh yeah, absolutely. We've been saving for years. We haven't, we've never gone and this is our big trip. We want to do it all and go. Oh yeah. Wow. Do you think that maybe after their experience, they'll change their minds and go back? I have. (laughs) (laughs) You were one of those people? You were one of those ones? I've been convinced my husband of that. He's like, well, this is the big trip. I'm like, well, maybe we'll go again in like five or six years. Here I am doing a Disney I'm a Disney travel agent, and this year alone, I'm going three times. I hear so many people that happens to you go once, then you get hooked, and you try to find a way to go back many, many times. My eyes are so wide right now. I am shocked. I would never have pegged you as that type of person that said, this is our one time, once in a lifetime trip and actually had that in your mind that you'd never go back or that it would be. Yeah, I mean, when you've never gone, you don't know what you're missing. Agreed. Until you also- go and then you realize how amazing it is. And you're like, I didn't know. I want to go back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I also do think that there is definitely that stigma of, I mean, it, don't get me wrong. And I don't mean to sound privileged when I say this, but you really can do Disney. A whole- yes, you're going to have to budget for it if it's, you know, if it's, if that's what your family needs or, um, but at the end of Absolutely. the day, you can definitely do Disney for, you know, a couple hundred dollars a person for a couple of nights. And I think that's where people get so overwhelmed is they think they do have to do it all. And then they, they try to price things out themselves and then it ends up being super expensive. And then they're like, Oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. And then they start getting, you know, overwhelmed. And I think that that's also the benefit for a first time Disney goer is to realize that not only can you do the things that are really important to you, but you don't need to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. And to be honest with you, I think I'm one of the rare people that would say if it's your first trip, actually don't go like don't go all in because like you said, you don't know what it is until you get there. And I think that Mm -hmm. being there is the best way to then determine what does truly matter to you. 
um, for your next trip. Um, so if, if I could give any advice to people, that that would be my advice is follow follow the travel agent's recommendations if it's your first trip and just already put it in your head that you'll probably go back. So <laughs> you don't need to have the FOMO. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've challenged people. I did a TikTok video about it. I'm like, I challenge you to think about differently doing your vacation. Maybe do split it up into a short, long weekend and just doing two parks here and then go back next year and do two more parks. It, one, makes it more palatable. Two, you're not as exhausted going sun up to sundown four park days in a row. Like, you know how that goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, yeah. it makes it easier and more palatable. And, and it's such a big expense up front as well. Like, you can, if you split yeah. it up into more smaller trips, sometimes it's easier than one big trip. So. I so agree. And there's some kind of love hate with discount airlines like Spirit or Frontier. But I mean, yeah. honestly, that's all we fly. And we've been able to Same. find flights for $100 round trip. And I would sacrifice a few hours of a little bit more discomfort to be able to have more frequent trips to Disney so that I am not cramming in all of that part time into. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's all we fly. I have a Frontier credit card and we're using them this weekend. So there's some yeah. affordable ways to get them. Absolutely. And you're able to help people find those flights too, correct? Actually, I actually don't help too many people with flights. Oh, okay. uh, I have the capabilities of doing that, but most people like to handle that some part on their own. So that's not something I normally oh. do. Well, nice. Well, at least you do have access to the the back end frontier pricing so that if somebody doesn't isn't a discount den member, you can at least let them know, hey, if you are struggling with flights, these are the rates right now. Um, yes. I've saved lots of money by being a part of discount den and being able to like unlock those special rates. So Oh yeah. I even convinced one to change their vacation because they had four kids. And I'm like, you know, if you travel Tuesday or Wednesday on Frontier, they kids fly free on certain days. They're like, what? Yeah. (laughs) So they completely change their vacation around some of that information. So I do like to give that stuff out and help people around other areas to save money with your vacation. Uh, Well, that's amazing. I it's fun talking to you and learning about you. And thank you. I wish you all the best in growing your business. This is your year. You released this awesome guide. Thank you. And I just really, I really wait to see all the things that you do with your movie nights. I'm holding myself accountable to trying the Hercules and the Tiana, (laughs) the Princess and the Frog night too, because Amia loves that movie. So those are my two ones that I'm going to dive into this month and I guess next month, already the end of May. Um, and then I'm super excited to share them on social media. So yes, like I said, share me the, share the photos with me. Yes, I, I will. love you. You know, I will girl. All right. Well, <laughs> Good. For taking your time this morning, the podcast with me and we will chat soon. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thank you for having Melissa. 
I just want to thank Bethany so much for joining me on this week's episode. I highly, highly recommend giving her a follow. She releases some awesome daily content, whether it's just a sneak peek into her life as a travel agent and blogger, as well as all of the tips and tricks to go to the Disney parks. Next week, I will be diving into something a little bit unique and different. I am going to be talking about how to plan Disney with your kids, meaning including your kids and having them help you plan almost every aspect of your trip. Thank you guys so much for letting us show you how to do Disney differently.